1: You're listening to Text Message, the UK focused Technology Podcast with me, Nate Langson, and me, Ian Morris. Tell me your news, then. What have you bought? What have I bought? Uh, well,
0: we were chatting before, and I wanted to just maintain the suspense, didn't I, so that yeah. our, our show listeners could enjoy this discussion. Uh, uh, I well, let me we t- changed
1: to something I, more suspenseful.
0: Uh, that's a bit too suspenseful, to be fair. All right. Uh, I I, I just bought a more expensive um, keyboard and mouse switching thing. A KVM is the official parlance, but it also switches HDMI. Um, So now I'm able to use one keyboard and one mouse with three computers. I'm not being funny or anything, right? But it was quite hard to choose. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Uh, It was quite hard to choose this thing because... Obviously, Amazon has a lot of things, yeah. and they're all five star rated, mostly because they've been Vine reviewed.
1: I would like to remind everyone that, as per last week's reminder, we're going to be rudely <laughs> interrupted. Word soup. We are going to be rudely interrupted. Like that? Like that. <laughs> by uh, the government partway through today's show, because as we record, we are going to be um, bombarded with alerts, alarms, uh, emergency warning system tests. Um, And we're going to um, permit that live on air. So you will hear this first ever experience of a United Kingdom emergency uh, alarm system uh, at the very same time we do. Um, Might be
0: the only tech podcast in the country that's uh, offering this valuable service to listeners.
1: Valuable service indeed. Very, very valuable. Um, In other valuable news, the news. Um, Google said it's going to let developers in the UK use alternative payment options for buying stuff in the Play Store. This comes after the CMA, uh, Cons- uh, Competition and Markets Authority, which is a regulator here, concluded an investigation into its control of in-app purchases. Now, the FT's writer of this news uh, mentioned that uh, Google had said that its its measures, if they were accepted by the CMA, um, meant that developers would be able to add an alternative in app billing system. This would be alongside Google's ones, uh, but only for UK users. Um, it's going to roll out to all apps apparently by October, and it will at first be offered to developers who don't make gaming apps, like non-so non-gaming apps. Which, <sighs> I mean, a lot of the money. I think I'm pretty sure the lion's share of, of play in app purchases in uh, in the Play Store is is for, is for games. So that instantly cuts out a huge number of people to be uh, in uh, initially. Um, Google said developers can opt out of offering an alternative um, entirely. Now, but to be clear, this doesn't mean Google's not taking a cut of the sale of an in-app purchase. Google's um, got a like a baseline fee that's about 15% for the first million dollars uh, in revenue. Claims Apple,
0: I think. Is that right?
1: Well, it rises to 30% for any... Uh, annual over- earnings. Once you get above that, Apple. Yeah, Apple. Again, it's Apple and Google. Are very, very similar in this regard. Uh, Natasha Lomas, friend of, um, well, not so much friend of the oh, show, but Ian and yes. I used to work with her. Um, lovely, at,
0: lovely and talented journalist
1: at uh, at TechCrunch now said Google's proposals would extend the area, uh, the choice of an alternate billing system that it's already offering in uh, in in Europe essentially where Google's faced a lot of antitrust enforcements. Um, South Korea has had one a couple of years ago as well. Um, And India relatively recently, I think, fined Google quite a lot for antitrust stuff last year. Um, Now, the CMA also said that uh, before it's reached a final decision on exactly how to implement this, it's consulting with the people that it's going to be most affecting that is to say developers um they want to figure out whether this is appropriate um whether it's good for third-party payment providers who are going to have to integrate into the store in some way and the deadline for that is in just over in fact just under a month it's in it's in may there is a a, uh, Anne pope that is to say a woman called Anne pope not a grammatically incorrect way of describing the pope Uh, senior director of antitrust at the cma said google's complete control over in-app payments raised concerns this unfairly restricted app developers Uh, while we're pleased our investigation has resulted in google offering to give in-app payment freedom to thousands of app developers we need to make sure these commitments will work in practice so we welcome all feedback bloody 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 blah -blah. Uh so there we go that's that's
0: okay i mean that's fine
1: cool (laughs) <laughs> so nothing else to say there. I mean, it's only a well... matter of time until until Apple will get slapped with the same demand. It's already having to talk about it. I think Apple's already had to do it in at least in Korea, um, and we're now talking about having to be able to sideload apps in future versions of iOS. Mm. So it does feel less
0: keen on that, if I'm honest.
1: Yes, I am also less keen.
0: Here's here's the thing. It's 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 fine. Um, Apple is sort of inserting itself quite a lot in the payments industry anyway so it feels like they're kind of you know they they're positioning themselves in such a way as to benefit from people spending money on uh items i mean you know they've they've just announced their own savings account in the u.s they've got apple cash i believe for americans as well and the apple card these are all things that will uh help them become even more wealthy no doubt um and will uh, certainly help drive people to using their iPhones for more and more things. So I, I feel like there's a diversification here. That's not to say, as you said, it won't necessarily affect bottom lines anyway, because having a different payment processor is, by and large, irrelevant, really. It's a you know a relatively small part of it, so they will still be making money hand over fist from developers. Um, but, you know, that's the cost of doing business, right? It's not like shops stock things for free.
1: No, I mean, they're going to, developers may end up saving a little bit or keeping a little bit more of the money because uh, there's a a few percentage points uh, that Google will not require a developer um, handover in terms of...
0: Now, but here's the thing, my understanding with Apple, at least, is that when you, that 30% you pay, all the processing fees are rolled up in that anyway. So I assume the same is true for Google. So actually, does it really make any difference to anyone except payment processors?
1: Um, I mean, I suppose the CMA's answer would be consumers. And wow. that if... Well, I mean, if you didn't want to use Apple Pay or Google and you could instead use a PayPal account, that feels like a fairly good uh, Yeah, I mean,
0: I, get, I totally get what you're saying. Which is
1: weird because actually... You can link. A, but, I mean, certainly on on, on yeah. Apple, you can link a PayPal account to your. You can Apple do
0: pretty much anything. Thing. I mean, realistically, it's not really Apple doing very much at all in that regard, or, or Google. You know that they have a front end, which is really just a way of allowing you to per- purchase things through your phone. It's not. It's not really. They're not processing payments. They're not doing the bit that is charged. They're not. You know. Moving money around or anything like that. They're just a front end. So I find this minimal in its impact. Um, I'm not sure I would have spent a huge amount of time forcing it. I think different app stores is a much more gigantic decision. And um, the cost of trans, you know, uh, the amount of percentage that Google and Apple take is a bigger uh, argument to be had. This feels to me like a small thing. Probably one of the reasons it's not met with much. sort of negativity from apple and google
1: well it's it's um it's about data really isn't it i mean it's google and apple and people want to be able to provide it in in part in one part of many parts in part because of the data you know if you know what people are spending and you know how they're spending it it makes it slightly easier to to you know promote other stuff to them there are many, many other ways, probably many, many more effective ways, because as you say, it's not Apple and Google itself, themselves who are personally processing these things. It's the back-end payment providers. And it's not even like PayPal. It's people like Adyen, you know, who are actually the behind behind the people who are behind the scenes, essentially, facilitating all this stuff.
0: Yeah. And then you've got, you know, other companies behind that that are actually moving money around. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to go into the minutiae of... Uh, how payments work but you know it is interesting but
1: it is i think we're going to see more of this you can see this is the steady the slow but steady unraveling of some guardrails that these companies have had up for you know 15 years at this point really um the control of app stores is going to be looking very different in five years time i reckon mark in the
0: chat says um their longer term intentions. oh good they... god here we go oh it's happened well only oh, for panic, you it seems
1: panic panic ah!
0: i i i've got i got good nothing. god how the hell do i turn this this is a test oh, of it no here we go i've got out. it too how exciting good god off god it's really annoying isn't it go yeah. away good how incre- god
1: that is unnecessarily loud hang on this is a text actually, of emergency alerts, a new UK government service that will warn you if there's a life-threatening emergency nearby. In a real emergency, bloody bloody blah, blah. So the text is exactly the same as we had last week. But it said, "So how do I disable it? Oh, if you press settings, it takes you to emergency alerts and a little toggle switch to turn it off. Just do that now. Done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right. and the
0: good news is that did work on my phone with it disabled. So. Unless there is a nuclear Whew. strike, I won't. Uh, I won't have it. It was loud. That was Kate. very loud. <laughs> Kate in the uh, chat said, "Yes, and, fa-
1: and fair play, bang on three, exactly when sort they said of, it would."
0: Yes, it was. A li- it was one minute before, I think.
1: God, right? Well, hopefully that won't happen again ever.
0: Yeah. <sighs> uh, well, I, I, this is my argument with it is that whilst it shouldn't happen again until you know something bad happens, yeah. I have a feeling that it'll be reminding us to, you know, pay our taxes or something before too long.
1: Well, Luna in the chat room says um, says she's not got anything yet, but I wonder if that's because she's not in London and the government doesn't care as much about people who aren't in <laughs> London.
0: <laughs> I don't think it works like that, mate.
1: Uh, oh, uh, Marta also in the chat. Oh, I got hello, mine Marta. on my US phone, not my main UK number. Interesting. Huh. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Captain Kremen says one out of three here. I assume he means three phones in the vicinity. I uh, got it. wonder. Oh, is God, this, it's on my watch as well.
0: Is this the sort of thing where it <clears> throat> doesn't throat> actually need an, a SIM card in it to work somehow? Is there like, I don't know. I don't know how that would happen. I haven't got another phone that's not registered. It would have been a good idea to yeah. have a phone that's not actually uh registered i i can charge this maybe other phone and see if it picks it up does this alert stay active until until you, uh, you turn interact. your phone on next yeah so if i turn a phone that's been off on it will actually happen
1: okay luna has now got hers so that's a couple of minutes later um well
0: that's sad because some people might not be able to act in that minute we could, yeah we could be seeing massive loss of human life
1: yeah um that uh, you're right to laugh, mate. That is very funny. I mean, it,
0: <laughs> I don't mean it, it's funny that there'd be massive loss of human love. I'm laughing at the fact that it's stupid.
1: Yeah. Nick, uh, Nick still hasn't got it. Um, Charlotte still hasn't got it. Um. So, I mean, yeah, it seems there's some, uh, there's no guarantee that you're, you're going to get it. It'd be very interesting to see, and we'll come to this next week. I'm sure why, um, what the reason is for some people not getting it. Uh, Mark says, no one's freaking out around the shops. Elderly booksellers in the shop I was in were expecting it. John says, it was like a sci-fi film here, though. Everyone on the street reached for their phones at the same time. I bet that was interesting. Uh, good question. I don't know. It's not in this room with me, but Kate will put oh, it in the chat, I'm sure. If, okay. uh if sure. Yeah, Charlotte says it's like when you're using B-Real. Although I heard on DTNS that few people, fewer people than ever are using that platform these days. I
0: don't know what B-Real is.
1: I, I think that's because um, you're older, maybe. I think, is is it a young Only like, cool young, people use it. Thanks, Charlotte. Network. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not um, cool. That is true.
1: Very uh, interesting. God, I, I wasn't expecting it to be quite so varied. In who got it and how they got it. I mean, Marta got one on a non-UK number.
0: My teeth have all fallen out and my arms are aching.
1: But I don't think it's anything to do with the alarm, is it?
0: It's just age again, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, My daughter's, John says, my daughter's phone had run out of data and didn't receive it. Is the government aware of that, I wonder? Uh. It is. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because it's not tied to a phone number. It's tied to the device, um, and so presumably, yeah, it uses data, not cellular that is interesting
0: um thats Nick hasn't run out of data, so
1: it might not be that
0: because having run out of data wouldn't prevent them sending you the relevant packets, would it?
1: no, true, well, hm, I suppose you could send it over cellular without the data i don't know we'll have to break that down (laughs) next week and and figure it out break it down like an enzyme you
0: would imagine wouldn't you that this would be a system that would be designed to work for people without data because otherwise what's the point of it you know you can't you can't exclude people just because they've run out of data like it has to the alert system has to be a, a layer that's distinct from regular data otherwise what's the point
1: well I think we've talked about this enough this week. For anyone who didn't listen to last week's episode and is wondering what the hell we're on about, um, then go back and have a listen to last week's show where we talk about what this alert is actually for, why it's happening, why it's being tested, um, and some of the the um, some of the background chatter is happening. I've noticed, Kate just posted in in chat, that people on Elder Scrolls Online chat, that's in-game chat, are saying that some of them got it and some of them didn't. I assume that's possibly because... Uh, they exist in Tamriel, and in Tamriel there are no mo- mobile phones. Uh, it's a different form of magic. It's basically when Mafala, the spider queen, no one cares. Something. Okay, fine. Um, let us know what your experience was. Um, did you scare an animal unintentionally? <laughs> Were you in a shop where everyone reached for their phone at the very did same your heart time? Stop? Hopefully it restarted, um, if so. But uh, let us know your views. It would be great to have some experiences. If you've got any recordings of it, that is the level of nerd that we are on this show. We Ugh, will take those yeah. recordings and we will play them out. So just uh, just, just, tell us. And um, if you learn of any interesting stories from friends and family, you can send them to us too. It'll make next week's show even easier for us to put together. Anything else on this, Ian, before I press interstitial0.wav?
0: Kate says that she cares about Elder Scrolls Online. As smooth as Bruce the dog. Nate, it seems like mobile phone ownership is growing in the under-16s. That's according to an Ofcom report. Uh, 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 oh, uh, which has alarmed some people, apparently. Uh, a oh, campaign good group. pun. Good pun. Uh, Alarm? Yes, indeed. Uh, A campaign group, which I'm refusing to name because it supports those of other uh, conspiracy-based nonsense, has suggested it would like to see an outright ban on phones for the under-16s. To which I say... uh, Off comes Children's Media and Attitudes Report 2023 suggests that we are raising a nation of YouTube addicts. 88% of 3- to 17-year-olds visit the site, and 96% of that age group watch video online in some form. Astonishing numbers in the report continue, Nate. Uh, apparently 25% of 3- and 4-year-olds use WhatsApp, which seems staggering. Yeah, um, Mostly... They're using their phones for some sort of online activity. I guess that means things like WhatsApp and and, um, and YouTube. It doesn't break it down in that particular way. But gaming is only 27% of the use. Uh, TV, around 36%. And 41% is the online bit. So that's, I guess, everything else. Parents increasingly struggle to keep their kids off devices Um, 30 percent said they found controlling use hard but it's not all bad news though because um, three and four year olds are still spending more time playing with toys than they do online spending 101 minutes in the real world and only 38 minutes in video games apparently Uh, by age 17 almost all children have a phone it says the exact number is around 99 percent and 96% have some sort of online profile. I assume that means like a social media thing, yeah, uh, etc. Other interesting numbers in that group in the up to 17s uh, would be Facebook, including Messenger, being down year on year. That's 34% uh, now, down from 40 Instagram's steady at 41%. TikTok is up. No surprise there, from 50 to 53%. Uh, and interestingly, the overall use of YouTube is down 1% year on year. Uh, but that's probably likely to be because of TikTok, maybe. Uh, so, Nate, three and four-year-olds yeah. on the WhatsApps. What a this weird situation. Is, this, is,
1: this is the thing. We were. To- Ian and I were talking about this report. It's one of the rare times where I would actually say it's really worth going through this whole report and and skimming for things that are relevant to you. Um, A lot of the time, these reports are just really quite dull and tedious. But it's this one, and we'll have a link to it in the show notes at UKTechShow.com, there are some really quite surprising figures in here because I, I sort of feel like you can kind of hazard a guess... About the amount of or the amount of time that a sixteen-year-old spends on a phone and what they're looking at, I, I think you could probably most people could hazard a pretty accurate guess as to what's going on there. But if you'd have asked me what does the average three-year-old do with a mobile phone, I don't honestly think I I, don't, I couldn't have begun to tell you, um, and I wouldn't have guessed it was as high as this, and it's it's amazing there's so many interesting figures here there's um three there's a section in here three to fours parental oversight setting them apart from parents of older children sixty five percent of parents of children aged three to four said they supervised what their child does online by <clears throat> sitting there with them and watching them that then means that thirty five percent of parents of children aged three to four are not supervising what their three to four year old is doing online at least that's the implicit well maybe not directly
0: but there are other ways for example like not letting them um you know install certain apps or you know all that kind of stuff like there are other ways and and youtube kids is pretty good like i'm not saying it doesn't have its issues but at least it does enable you to set up a profile that's age appropriate for kids which is a good thing
1: yeah given Um, that they're
0: all doing it basically
1: yeah, the let me see what else have we got in, in here. Um, half I thought of three the gaming four-
0: number was interesting. Actually, gaming's down quite a bit on on uh, on phones or tablets, uh, dropping from sixty three percent in twenty twenty one to fifty percent in twenty twenty two. That's interesting, right?
1: Yeah, Kate in our live chat says my colleague brings her four year old to work sometimes when the teachers are striking, etc. And he just watches YouTube all day and plays games. I mean, um, I, I've got to
0: admit that my my son does do a lot of YouTubing. Um, half of three to four year olds,
1: half of three to four year olds were reported by the parent or guardian in the survey to have used apps to uh, or sites to send messages or make video and voice calls. Those who did mainly used WhatsApp and FaceTime. Huh. So, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe I shouldn't be finding this so so surprising. I just did not think. No, I
0: think f- it is surprising. It I th- is I found it? the WhatsApp thing incredible. I mean that, that to me, because one of the things that you'll realize when you um when you have a young child around you and you've met my kids, so you know what they're uh-huh. like. Um, you know, uh, the other week, the other day, my my daughter was staying with me and all she said all day was I'm the real I Spice. Um what and my son I don't I don't know. Ice, ice Spice ice, is some ice rapper spice. or internet celebrity.
1: She doesn't um, come across as a rapper, your daughter.
0: Uh, she indeed she's not but it, it's just the sort of it's difficult to explain you probably remember doing it when you were a kid you know you fixate on one thing and and wear it down to um <laughs> uh, irritating levels um yes she also called bob what was it a a, a salty sea uh oh, i can't remember what it was now it was it was pretty funny anyway um uh, but if you give WhatsApp to younger children. I mean, particularly three to four. You know, my son's older than that now, so he's, he doesn't doesn't fall to this group. But um, it, uh, it it would be chaos expecting them to communicate, and what you would get is poop emojis and silliness. So I don't. That's all you get from Elon Musk. Exactly. So <laughs> uh, that's literally true.
1: Exactly. I was not joking. Is, he is.
0: He is a three year old. No, no. I mean, I'm sure you weren't. He's uh, he's literally a three year old.
1: If you if you email the press email for Twitter, you get an automatic response that is just a which you also energy. have to do. If you're As a journalist, a journalist you, you, have you have to have
0: to email it. them and ask. Yeah,
1: um, but I mean it's uh, a waste
0: with, of time because there is no press department there. Anyway, go on, carry
1: on. A little later in this uh, in this uh, in this report, apparently, joke and prank or challenge videos start to become extremely popular once kids are aged about five to seven. Um, it, that's where things turn from being just looking at colourful pictures to actively looking at something that is obviously designed to be a bit surreal, you know, with with pranks. It's not just anything. It's specifically pranks at that age.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, and you'd be amazed at what they watch. Um, squashing things. They love cars running over things. Fair. Um you know that's something that really. Appears. Jeremy Beadle used uh, to
1: bloody love that. To be fair, in the nineties. Yeah,
0: that's that's very true. And my son just loves watching other people play games. Some of them games he's got, like he's allowed <laughs> to play Fortnite now. He watches people play Fortnite. I'm like, mate, why don't you just play Fortnite?
1: That's not a new thing. I'm afraid to say that's uh, not no, that's not new. Not. That is that's a very very big deal. And I do that. I've watched people play play games sometimes. I actually on my home media server I have several uh, what are what are called long plays, where it's just a screen recording, no commentary, no effects, no anything, of somebody playing through the story portions of of very long games, and I do kind of find them a little bit relaxing in a weird sort of um, way.
0: I'm not actually saying I don't disagree with it. I mean, I I've, I've got to admit I've I would I've watched some people play games, so you know I, I used to watch Destiny people play games. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I get it, but um, it's not something I spend a lot of time on. And you know, I, I'd would almost rather I'd almost rather my son was playing a game than watching a game being played, because at least one of them requires sort of coordination and thinking and strategizing and um, you know engagement, whereas watching a video is just an entirely passive uh, application of life
1: captain Kremen yeah. in live chat says in the goal in in the olden days we had to put our own pennies on the train tracks to watch things getting squished there yes. is something satisfying about watching something being run over i mean not it's a person true. but like i uh, did
0: used to enjoy that um the youtube channel that had a like a big press and they would press things and yeah what, and they would then be squashed or explode and there was will it blend back in the day would it blend yeah, I and mean, that was an internet sensation amongst people our age who were adults at the time.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's 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 brilliant. I mean, I do love watching things being squashed. Also, love things being exploded, but only if in slow motion. High-speed cameras have made th- for fantastic viewing. Big
0: slow-mo guys fan.
1: I uh, I've certainly watched a hell of a lot of their stuff. Yeah, over the no, years. I don't, don't, don't actively. I don't subscribe to them, but what? No, I don't subscribe to a lot of things. Just well, you're not dramas. really.
0: A- a Google account sort of person, are you
1: really? I, mean, I have a Google account. And in fact, sure. so do a hell of a lot of four year olds, in fact. Oh, it's, it good. Yeah. I have one. it what says here, I just saw this number when I was scanning for something else, actually. It said, um uh let me see, was it page twenty, I think, here? Uh it was something like oh yeah, here we are. Uh just under two fifths of three to four year olds, so thirty eight percent specifically, have their own profile on YouTube. Oh, three to four-year-olds so um, if that's not a breach of terms of service i don't know what well, is. it
0: absolutely is yeah. i don't know what people are thinking i mean again i'm, I'm loath to condemn it though because i yeah i always want i always think about you know what what it was like when we were kids and that some of the things that we did were not necessarily you know bad but they were you know i was on chat rooms when i well you know uh well, i am that's what that's how this works <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was on internet chat rooms you know at uh 15 16 whatever you know running up huge phone bills um and you know without much parental supervision and doing you know stuff online it, it, it's one of those things where i kind of feel like it's how people learn what they want to do with their lives and it you know you know and i know yeah. that that was the basis of our careers so i am sort of a bit maybe a bit more flexible with my kids than i should be but like i i, I want to see where they go and ha- you know what what interests them because i feel like you know the more you do and see the more likely you are to pick a career that really suits you rather than just falling into something that you might be able to do but actually don't enjoy
1: that's very very true and that's certainly the case for me as well definitely you know most of that it's funny i was talking to kate earlier about um um about workloads and and people who pretend they're busier than they actually are in order to (laughs) seem interesting and i remember when i was about 15 i would sign up for hundreds of email newsletters i mean we're talking like 1990 eight seven eight territory sort of thing at this point um just so i had an excuse to go downstairs to my mum and say and just look all flustered cuz i's got so much email to deal with just so much to do <laughs> and it was all like music about bands that i hate but it was just the very <laughs> thrill of having a bulging inbox that just gave me um a great deal of excitement
0: i don't think i well i mean i suppose getting an email would have been exciting back then um we certainly yeah we certainly did a bit, fair bit of that i mean i must have told you the, sto- the story about the time when we met um well i was ch- chatting to some what, people who claimed to be american cheerleaders online um uh, and then we decided that we would be, become pen pals oh um,
1: me. i used to have to but, put messages on helium balloons to get pen friends
0: well this is the thing right though i mean obviously it didn't really go anywhere and we were a bit like i was a bit older by that point i think this is when I would have been like 16, mate, 17 maybe. Um, and I couldn't be bothered because they wanted to write letters. And I was like, I don't want to write letters. I want to be on the internet. It didn't yeah. really make a lot of sense. I don't know why you would go online, meet somebody, and then send them a letter. Like, you've got an electronic form of that.
1: Uh, who knows? Well, that's great. But you can meet some wonderful people doing it that way. I met somebody Well, they may in a or che- may not have been
0: cheerleaders, so...
1: I met I met a girl who at the time I think was thirteen and I was about fifteen in a chat room. Don't worry, this is not a bad conversation. I know there's probably a lot of conversations on the internet that start out like that and end up in jail. But um, we just we were chatting in like an MSN chat room and we are still in touch to this very day and have never Delightful. and have never met. Her name's Lisa and she lives in Kansas. And that's um,
0: amazing. And you're still t- speaking to her
1: we still yeah i mean not on a regular basis but but in 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 general yes that's Um, pretty cool and we have and and we have never met ever
0: yeah i mean i i've not met a lot of the people that i'm i like i I, you know i I play games like destiny with people who i've never actually met and they're great so you know it doesn't i think i think it's a gift in a way i mean obviously we have to be cognizant of all the problems that come with online bullying but for the most part people are not horrible and meeting people online is fantastic
1: yeah it certainly can be um well let us I know how...
0: sensible enough to control when you do and don't meet people um yeah. so well, marta's taking us all axe throwing
1: um well we've been axe throwing with marta before before well, now.
0: Um, we will again
1: yeah, and my axe. Right, well, if you'd like to axe us any questions about this, if you'd like to um, hurl an opinion about it at us, you can do all of those things, not in a very safely controlled environment in East London. Uh, you just simply fire us an email, hello at com, And um, if you want to go axe-throwing with Marta, then you're just going to have to become, <laughs> become I her I don't
0: fr- know if it's fair to offer that as a service. Marta's a very busy lady.
1: She is, but we all need friends. She-
0: We can't take our entire listenership axe throwing.
1: If anyone could, (laughs) I bet it's (laughs) Martha. Thanks, everyone, for supporting us, however, you are doing. We had a lovely review recently come in that I just. We We did, and I haven't got it to hand to read, but it was very. Shall I get
0: it whilst you do this bit?
1: Oh, if you would, that would be great. Um, Because I just wanted to thank our patrons who are getting the live version of the show and extended versions and on-demand and all that kind of stuff ad-free. Uh, if you would like to become one of them, and there's a whole load of them in our chat today. Who have we got in our live chat? We've got Captain Kremen, Charlotte, we've got Kate, Luna, Mark, Martolio, got Nick, Rich and Russ, Rich, Bruce. Basically, there's a lot of people called Rich at the moment, um, which is great because it's better than having... Um, No, I don't know where I'm going with that. Sorry. (laughs) But you can join them. UK. Hello. uh, Patreon.com forward slash UK tech. Go on in.
0: Ratings and reviews. This is from iTunes, I expect. Uh, real world UK tech news from Simple Space. There's very little coverage of UK technology news and issues. All the major tech companies and their associated press releases are well represented in the tech press and in a plethora of podcasts. This is a blunt, insightful and funny podcast between two very knowledgeable hosts covering real world news and issues in the UK. What a lovely and genuinely quite touching message. I really enjoyed that, as I said to you at the time.
1: He did. He did. Thank you, Simple Space. And thanks to anyone who leaves us a review. It helps people discover the show, which is, as hosts of a show, something we greatly appreciate. Uh, If you are, however, a patron, you're about to hear our third discussion story this week, probably one of the ones I'm most excited about uh, in many weeks, because we're going to talk about the surprising world of the very small mobile virtual network operators in the UK, things like Superdrug Mobile and Ecotalk. Heard of them? Nope, I hadn't either, but apparently there's a lot of them. We had a friend write in, I say a friend, never met them, Our patron, Raphael, um, wrote about a few things, but did comment on the drone thing. So this is the story we talked about last week with the drones hovering over motorways in Britain, spying on passengers and drivers and such things. Uh, he points out something that neither of us picked up on. Can't these things fly for about 20 minutes max? It would be a pretty short-lived thing.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. That is about right, yes. That's a good
1: point. So even if you were being chased down by one of these things over a motorway, just, just drive for 21 minutes and you're probably fine.
0: Uh, do you want any reaction? Apparently Twitter's reacted to the emergency alert. Oh, please. I'm... So you can imagine you can imagine what the quality of this is going to be like. Some This is from the BBC story about tracking it live for some reason. Some people on Twitter were underwhelmed by the emergency alert, if that's a thing. John Eldon tweeted, What is it? It sounded like they we're going to announce tuppence off cabbages at Lidl. Lidl. Uh, uh, Well, that's going by the sound my husband's phone made. Mine didn't go off at all. Uh, James McKernie wrote, uh, 3pm test at 14.59 with a laughing emoji. And Donna tweeted, Was that it? So the public is unimpressed by the emergency alerts, Nate. What will we do? Poor us.
1: John says uh, a a sign here. Many people received the alert at 2.59pm on Sunday, a minute earlier than planned.
0: I mean, imagine the shock on their faces.
1: 3 of 4, Captain Kremen says, 3 of 4 here had it disabled and didn't get it. So I know I can turn nonsense off. Yay. (laughs) Much like this podcast. Well, this one, not the one I'm introducing now, which is Tom Merritt's podcast, Daily Tech News Show. Here's what he's been talking about. In the wider world of tech this week, this week on Daily Tech News Show, we explain why the failure of Netflix's Love Is Blind live stream on Sunday was a good thing. Annalie Newitz explains why Mastodon feels like home. An update on how AI is helping farmers target weeds while saving them money and making plants healthier to eat. How we can preserve our sanity in the face of supercharged misinformation from machines, and why AI won't take your job—it's just too damn expensive to run. All that and much more at dailytechnewshow.com And if you listen to Daily. Daily Daily Tech News show this coming week you'll hear someone you know quite well yeah me oh it's you yeah I'll be on this week in fact I'm also doing (sighs) this week in tech uh today at the time we speak on uh, Is is
0: this a promotional tour you're on for your new do you, AI show that you've never mentioned. Ah,
1: thank you. Do you mean, are you doing some promotion for a TV show? Uh, it, <laughs> thanks for asking me, Ian. Yes, what a great, oppertu- <laughs> a great oh, opportunity <laughs> to say that episode one of AI IRL went out this week and you should all watch it. It's brilliant. Uh, so uh, you should all go and watch that. And if you have. Yeah, oh, you
0: should. It is good. I mean, I haven't it? watched it all yet, but I no. will get to it. It's. Um, I should do that later, actually. I'll do it today. What a nice Sunday. It's a 30-minute thing, is it? It is, yeah. That's a lot of watching. It's I will lo- watch it though.
1: It's a lot of it's a lot of Nate.
0: Do you um? Because this this is what I used to happen with um, Emma Barnett's show is that it would just a, a randomly turn up on Bloomberg and I'd watch it there. Uh, so I assume I can do that if I watch enough Bloomberg, it'll p- pop up of it eventually.
1: Well, it does. It broadcasts live every Wednesday, but it we're well, not live. Well, is well, it, live. It's on TV yeah. every Wednesday, it's but you can watch it Wednesday. on dot com and on youtube and yeah
0: but i i want to catch it accidentally and be excited because it's ah. exciting when you accidentally see someone you know
1: yes well you'll just have to watch I'd... it in on a, I just on watch a wednesday it on the evening
0: internet. i'll put it on youtube are there adverts there will be weren't there god i hate youtube you know i started watching a youtube video uh the other day and within the first one minute of it it had got cut back from the original pre- pre-roll adverts uh one minute of content and then another two adverts they were the same as the first ones so if i hadn't got the message the first time I would be unlikely to absorb it the second time, right? You should yeah. have run the end music over this.
1: I pressed the outro button, Ian. Go.
0: Uh, you should watch tonight's show, really. He's very good.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more